0: everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Be Well podcast. I am your host, Isabella Kalan, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental health. Now, I know mental health has so many layers and runs so, so deep that we will never fully be able to unlock all of those layers. No one ever will, but that doesn't mean we don't talk about it and we don't bring awareness to those struggles that are real and that are out there. Today's episode, I really wanted to talk about how we can take control of our mental health, bring awareness to it, and overall live a healthier and happier lifestyle. So mental health is something that is very, very deep, something that is very, very difficult. I know I have had my personal struggles with mental health. I have seen friends have struggles with mental health. And I think one of the most important things is not suppressing those feelings. When we try to ignore them or diminish their value, we're really just opening up new wounds within our soul. By acknowledging these feelings instead of turning them away, we are slowly getting towards healing those wounds. And Not only do we need to see them as being present in our lives, but also asking ourselves the question, how can I turn this feeling into something that is going to help me move forward? That is a really big question. And acknowledging that we may be struggling is the biggest and hardest step. I know society tells us that we're always supposed to come off as strong and confident and in total control. But at the end of the day, that is not possible 24-7. There are always going to be moments where we are struggling and where we need help and we need to talk to somebody. We're always going to need some extra help. And we need to not be afraid of that. I was going to save the mental health episode for a little bit down the road, but a recent event that happened this past weekend that had a really big emotional toll on me made me realize how important it is to talk about it in this present moment. So that's why I'm changing up my schedule a little bit while my emotions are still new and raw so I can really be open and honest with you all and let those walls down too. As some of you may know, this past weekend on January 30th, Miss USA 2019 Chesley Christ hooked her life. And I don't think I've ever felt those emotions so strongly before. I opened my phone. I was on Instagram for the first time that day. And I see someone share a post to their story with rest in peace And I look at the name and I'm like, what? No, this can't be possible. That's not her. I click on the post. She was the one that posted it. And I was just flabbergasted. I kind of just gasped so loudly that everyone in my family that was in the kitchen was just like, what happened? Are you okay? What happened? And I was just like, no way this just happened. This isn't real, not her. And I'm sure so many other people thought the same thing because Chesley seemed so put together. She had this perfect life, an amazing job, the opportunity of a lifetime as Miss USA, getting to travel the world as a lawyer and as a media correspondent. She just seemed so strong and no one would ever think it would be a person like her to commit suicide. My family is very in tune with spirituality, for which I am so grateful for. So my mom saw how distraught I was, and she said, go light a candle for her. So that night I went downstairs, I grabbed a candle, I printed out a picture of her, and I just sat. I just sat there, and I stared at the picture. And I had some meditation music on in the background, but the longer I just kept sitting there, my mind just started turning its gears, rolling forward, and all of these thoughts just kind of knocked into me at once. Why her? Why didn't anyone see it? Why didn't she go get help? What was the reason? I really want to know. I can't believe this happened. All these questions just flooding my head. And I just let it all out. I did, and I sat there for like a good 20 minutes. In the dark, on my own, just with the light of the candle and some background music. And I just let it out. I haven't, I'm just going to be so honest, I have not cried in the longest time. So finally letting that out, it just felt like a weight being lifted off of my shoulders. But at the same time, there was a bigger weight in my chest and in my heart for the loss of such an amazing role model for so many people her passing just shows how deep our internal battles lie and and that we need to check on everyone even our strong friends that seems like they have it all together and are happy and putting their best face out there their bravest face out there they still may deep down really be struggling and need a lot more help and support than we will ever know My mom gave me this quote today from one of her readings and it says, when you're wounded, heal your wounds. And it's such a simple, simple phrase. And how can we heal those wounds? We can heal those wounds by talking to someone we trust, whether it's a parent, a family member, a friend. And if that's not enough, it is okay to seek professional help. I think one of the hardest things to accept is that sometimes we need help. However, everything begins and ends with the mind. At the end of the day, your mind is what is going to control all of the feelings and emotions that you process and experience. A way that we can help our mind ease into these emotions and accept what is going on without deflecting it towards another issue is to think less with our ego. We need to get out of our heads and really dig deep into our hearts. In doing that, we can allow our healing to begin and the wounds to be healed. Now, I know this is all very deep, but here is an example that I know everybody can relate to no matter what your experience may be. Whenever someone gives you a positive comment, it feels great. However, how long does that feeling last? Usually not very long. You feel great in the moment and you're really, really appreciative and then you move on. You leave it behind and you kind of forget about it, maybe by the end of the day. But when someone gives you a negative comment or critique or insults you, we hold on to that feeling for much, much longer, for days or even weeks, months or years. That's the ego in your head that is creating wounds. Once we recognize those wounds, we can only move forward to learn how we can heal them. And we can't let those negative emotions fester. Of course, we have to be aware of all of these feelings and never neglect them. However, we have to work really hard to take those emotions and feelings and allow God or whatever source you look up to that will help you heal them. Being in a vulnerable position is always uncomfortable. But we need to get comfortable being uncomfortable because being vulnerable does not mean being weak. Anything, it means the pure opposite. Being vulnerable is so, so strong. And by being able to let those walls and that guard down, there will always be people out there for you to talk to and people that will just listen. If you don't want anyone to give you advice, it's okay to just ask, hey, can you just listen? I just need to air this out to someone. And if we're on the other end of that, we need to be better listeners. Society has made everything a it's all about me mentality, but we need to be one of those listeners for our friends. Despite all of the heartache and sadness that was felt through the passing of Chesley, one amazing thing that came out of it was this sense of community. And that is what mindfulness does. Even if you think it is only within yourself, your practicing of mindfulness and well-being will affect so many people as we have seen this past weekend. And through her passing, I have never seen a more closer community that was pageantry, bringing awareness of how important mental health is and taking action, not just posting a simple picture on your story, but really trying to get out there and make a difference in in the world. That is what I saw this past week and is why I'm so grateful to be a part of such an amazing form of sisterhood that really puts a focus on mental health awareness. Now, it's a lot easier said than done. I get it. I struggle with it every single day. But there are always ways that we can tackle it. And I'm so grateful that I've had my parents. They've been able to give me so many tools and different activities for me to do, to center my mind, to not let the To not indulge in stress and to just let my mind be at peace with where I am in this present moment and to acknowledge how I'm feeling without turning it away. So one meditation that um, I learned from my father was the RAIN method. Now RAIN is an acronym for recognize what's going on, allow the experience to be there just as it is, investigate with interest and care, and nurture and self-compassion brain. And it's a practice of radical compassion. It's an easy to remember tool that helps us bring mindfulness and compassion to emotional difficulty. It can be a standalone meditation or you can move through the steps whenever you feel some challenges starting to arise. So R. Recognize what's going on. Acknowledge that any given moment there will be thoughts and feelings that are affecting you. And By just acknowledging it, even with a simple whisper, that is the first step. A, allow the experience to be there just as it is, which means letting those thoughts and emotions simply just be there without trying to fix it or without trying to avoid it. Or we may be very fearful of this, but mentally whispering, it's okay, or yes, this belongs here. This is allowing you to deepen your attention to yourself. I investigate with interest and care, call on natural curiosity, look for the truth and bring your attention to your present experience. Whatever is happening, it will be a very transformational step if you just investigate it with care and without having negative connotations towards it. And finally, the N. Nurturing with self-compassion. Self-compassion is so important because without having compassion for ourselves, we cannot put that out there in the rest of the world. So we need to sense that we are wounded or we're frightened or hurting, but that it's okay. And that we need to be more kind to ourselves. When you're done with this meditation, just sit in silence for a few seconds be at peace with who you are, where you are, where your mind is. But being able to sit in the silence and being comfortable with yourselves is a huge step and is what will get us from just preaching mental health to living mental health. The last takeaway I want you to get from this episode is something my mom always says. She says, the war conflict within belongs on paper. Write it out a very simple phrase with an explicit call to action if you're feeling these rough emotions and that war and conflict and battle within write it out by writing it out you are acknowledging that these feelings are there and you're not tucking them away to deal with later which will only cause more stress and suffering internally you're putting it in the universe and then when you're done with this and you write out everything you're feeling do whatever you want with the paper you can crumble it you can rip it you can burn it that's a fun one I love burning all the negative things I want to get rid of I did it with my parents and my family on New Year's Eve we all sat downstairs and we wrote down things we wanted to leave behind and we burned them it was very very fun (laughs) Um, but more than just being a little fun activity I really feel like that's war is finally being called to an end. That's my take home message for you. Write everything out, any emotion you have, write it out. Keep a journal, just like last week when I said the importance of consistency and holding yourself accountable for trying to better yourself through a journal. I want you all to get a journal, your special journal that is meant just for you to write down all of your thoughts and emotions. And each week, We will have a take-home message where we will write down in that journal together, and each week we'll just build and build on acknowledging those emotions and putting at ease the war within our minds, because you deserve to have that weight lifted from your shoulders, because we all deserve, as human beings, to be well. And next week, when we talk about the different forms of journaling and how we can really, really handle those emotions through writing, we'll be able to dive deeper into how we can write these out without tearing ourselves down, but learning how to acknowledge these hardships and build ourselves up from that. This is Isabella Galan from the Be Well podcast, and I will see you next week.